Hey, what's up, everybody? Jay, the Fantasy Football Plug here with the Fantasy Football Plug podcast. Hollering at y'all to let y'all know about something called Monkey Knife Fight. Got to be one of the best daily fantasy games that you can play. Got an app. You can go online. Y'all make sure to get to monkeyknifefight.com and get that money. Use the promo code PLUG, that's P-L-U-G, and receive a match on your first $50. That's free money. Go get it. Who doesn't like free money? This is the easiest daily fantasy site out there, and the prop bets are so easy to make. Seriously, if I can understand it and I can figure out how to do it, anybody can. Like a toddler could figure this out. Uh, But don't let them bet. They're too young. Um, One of the best things about Monkey Knife Fight is you can play all year since it can be used for every sport, from football to golf. Hell, I'm sure they'll probably figure out something for badminton. Um, And you don't play against pros. All right. There are no entry limits, no randomness involved. Play against the house only. Seriously, guys, go get that money. Monkeyknifefight.com. You cannot go wrong with this daily fantasy game. It's a blast. You got an app that you can download or just go online to monkeyknifefight.com. I'm out. This is Jamal Anderson. You know, the OG and original Dirty Bird, the number one Dirty Bird. And you're listening to the Fantasy Football Plug podcast with my boy Jay Parrish. Check him out, y'all. He's bringing that heat all the time. Rise up, Dirty Bird Nation. What's up? Guys, this is Jamal Anderson. I've contained my rage for as long as possible, but I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves. Tune in, this is where it's at. The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. You know that we got it popping. Oh yeah, that's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay Parrish. Yeah, tune in, you already know what's up. They call him the Fantasy Football Plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, bruh? Hey, the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. I, of course, am Jay, the Fantasy Football Plug, your plug for everything fantasy football related. Now, (laughs) I'm doing my next episode of the 32-team Fantasy Relevance, and anyone who pays attention to Instagram, talks to me, whatever, understand that the, the next team is the Atlanta Falcons. For those of you who know me, I am a black and gold bleeding Louisiana boy from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Family in New Orleans, Lafayette, Lake Charles, Metairie, all over the place. Now, I am in Atlanta, Georgia, so you could probably guess it's a long road to hoe with me repping for the Saints here. But I will to the day I die. Black and gold, baby. Who that? Who that? Who that say they going to beat them Saints? Now, <clears throat> I will stop being biased right now. The Atlanta Falcons are a beast team, especially when it comes to fantasy football. I am boggled. My mind is boggled that they have not done better. They just need a uh, they just need a better defense is all I'm saying. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, um shout out to the Breaking the Bank Expert League, the Alpha Dogs, Instagram, 
Alpha Dogs Expert League. Shout out to all of y'all. Get ready for this season. I'm coming for you. Uh, Hard to Start Fantasy Football. Go check out their YouTube channel right now if you're doing anything. Pause it. Pause me right now and go subscribe. I'll wait. Done? Okay, cool. Thank y'all. Give them a thumbs up. Leave a comment. Get the notifications as I do. Uh, Kev, JD, AOB Fantasy Football League, they've got it straight. Seriously, their videos are are sick. They're hilarious. I love watching them. Anytime I see the notification, I cannot wait to have my opportunity to watch it. Um, Draft with Red Zone. www.draftwithredzone.com Get there. Order your fantasy draft package. It comes with so many things. Everything you possibly need to have the best draft day experience possible. Um, It's got your customized stickers, uh, which I have not seen, uh, which I think is awesome. You normally write them in, but fuck that. I mean, if you have an opportunity to just have the stickers with your team name on it, that's dope. I mean, you know, it's the small things. Um, But to me, when it comes to draft day, you cannot go big enough. And that that definitely involves draft with red zone draft package. Um, the draft board, the stickers, the rings, the championship rings. Nobody else is doing that, y'all. You need to get familiar and get on draftwithredzone.com. Go check out my boy, Draft with Red Zone, on Instagram. He keeps coming with the stupid content. Um, for those of you who don't know, stupid is a good thing nowadays. Kids like that. It's just like when you say dope or I don't know. You can't say the R word anymore without getting in trouble. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Go get it. Piggy bank picks. My dude, we are, uh, co-managing or, um, excuse me, co-GMing the breaking the bank league. Um, we got that on point now. Uh, but man, uh, go check him out. Get on Instagram. Give him a follow. The dude comes with some some stupid content, as those kids say, like I was stating before. He just keeps bringing it. Um, complicated Kai, my guy, man. If y'all need editing on damn near anything, he's got you. And he does a hell of a job. If y'all go onto my YouTube channel, the Fantasy Football Plug YouTube channel, I've got one video. And I'll tell you what, as sick as Complicated made this, I'm telling you, Kai has got the skills that will make your videos pop. I can't say enough good things, and I'm obviously at a loss for words here. Just get at him if you need a video edited, anything edited at all. Kai's got you. Check out the the interview with Marcus Allen. I'm going to be transferring the audio soon um to the podcast so i'll actually have a podcast episode with him on there i'm hoping to get some more interviews um i've been in touch with a few people um we'll see what happens bears Bruising and the bros podcast is <laughs> another one that's on point like i've got so many podcasts now that i listen to this is one of my must listens um fantasy fornicator fantasy sweetness fantasy renegade doc plc bears Bruising and the bros podcast on spotify itunes Anything, anywhere you can find a podcast, get on there and do it. Bear down, fellas, bear down. Burgers and Brats, my guys, first people to have me on their show. I appreciate you guys. Y'all still keep it going. 
I mean, they y'all need to get on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, get involved with these dudes. Like they they definitely put in work. Um they they give you tons of content. They tell you anything you need to know about any sports. They I mean, they break in news, I'm telling you. They've got it they've got it on point. Um Let me see here. Mock Draft Central, what's up? Happy to have you back on IG. <clears throat> Anybody who's listening, go to Mock Draft Central on Instagram and get familiar with them. Uh, they do these mock drafts and it's just the mock drafts they do. It's awesome. Cause they go through and they explain every single pick and every reason why they do it. Just get there, get familiar, get them, fo- get them a follow. It's, it's worth it. Trust me. There are so many fantasy monsters on this team. I mean, this ta- this may take me a while, so settle in and listen to what I have to say about the fantasy relevance of the Atlanta Falcons. First off, the fans. The fans are a very proud bunch. They're extremely proud of their team. Trust me, being from Louisiana and a diehard Saints fan, I get to hear it every day, but I have no problem with it. I really don't. I love some trash talk. Um, but if they aren't playing my Saints, then I root for the Falcons. I really do. I'm not the kind of Saints fan that throws that bullshit Super Bowl in their faces because the Falcons were there. We weren't, and neither were y'all if you weren't fan, if uh, Falcons fans and y'all talking some shit to the Falcons fans. Um, granted, we won our Super Bowl, but it's hard for anybody to beat Belichick and Miss Bunchin, uh, oh, otherwise known as Tom Brady. Um, it, it, I don't know. I have a lot of things to say about that Super Bowl. It's just I think it was a lot of bullshit. Um, I wanted the Falcons to win that so bad, but don't fret Falcons fans. They will make it again to the big game because if they don't with the team that they have now, something is very wrong. Um, just look at Matt Ryan. All right. Anyone saying he's not elite fantasy QB is nuts. Like he look at his number. Okay. Ryan completed 408 passes or excuse me, 408 of his 616 passes for 4,466 yards with 26 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. The interceptions hurt, yes, but at least they're not 30. But, you know, he can still win a week for you in fantasy. I mean, ADP of QB number 9 and number 85 overall, he's a safe pick in later rounds if you're like me and wait on a QB, which I always recommend. Um, he posted 319.34 fantasy points in 2019. That's among the likes of Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes had 339.4.04 in 2019. So it's not that far off from Mr. Mahomes. However, Mahomes missed, you know, a game or two due to injury. And I also, I wanted to see your faces whenever I mentioned that stat. <laughs> I can just imagine your faces look at the radio with like, a look you just bit into a lemon or some shit, but it's true. Figures don't lie. He was pretty close to Mahomes. Um, my point is, waiting on a QB can score you Matty Ice in the later rounds, and he's a steal, in my opinion. Um, I do like Matt Ryan. I, I just think he's a great quarterback, and he can he can definitely win you a couple weeks, if not all of them, in fantasy football, as long as you wait for him instead of reaching for a QB. Um, running backs. Everybody already knows where I'm going. Todd Gurley. Let's start with his career stats, shall we? What a hit, here go. 2017, 279 carries for 1,305 yards, 13 touchdowns, as well as 64 receptions for 788 yards with six more touchdowns. That is freaking strong, man. You know what? I'm not editing myself. That's fucking strong. 2018, 256 carries for 1,251 yards and 17 touchdowns. 
59 receptions for 580 yards and four more touchdowns. Dear God, 2019, 223 carries for 857 yards and 12 touchdowns. Receptions went down to 31 for two for 207 yards with two touchdowns. Now, the difference is Sean McVay. That's seriously, that's my that's my opinion. Sean McVay wanted to try some stuff. Um, I don't know why it didn't work. Uh, I don't. I know why it didn't work. I mean, I don't know why he did it and uh, it didn't work. So there you go, McVay. Good job. Good on you. Um, for some reason, McVay decided to pull back on Gurley's receiving role. Again, why he did that, I, I have no idea really. Some say it's due to not wanting to use Gurley as much as before in order to keep him healthy. I mean, there was a lot of talk about his left knee having that arthritic condition, and they didn't want to risk fucking him up worse. I mean, Gurley's still an elite running back in my opinion, and I understand the NFL is a business, so the Rams letting Gurley go in order to save a ton of money makes sense in that aspect. But it's also about winning games, so... I, I don't know, man. Double-edged sword. And the Falcons just got themselves a steal. Seriously. They signed him to a one-year contract, and Gurley is going to ball out with his opportunities. Uh, He is an elite receiving back and is a great fit for the Falcons, and the Falcons are great for him. I mean, all he has to to compete with on the depth chart is Brian Hill, um, (coughs) Kadri Allison, and Ido Smith. Yeah, and if you're sitting there asking yourself, who the fuck are they, I respond, exactly. Um, Ido Smith is probably the best one in the backfield to, you know, help Gurley. Uh, he won't take the job. I think if Gurley even goes down, they'll probably hire the water boy to run the ball a little bit. Um, anyway, Gurley will be a steal unless someone reaches for him too early, which could absolutely happen. And to be completely honest, thinking about Todd Gurley on a run happy Atlanta Falcons team, which what's crazy is, is you call him run happy, but. I've heard run happy. I've heard pass happy. I don't know. Either way, it's an elite offense for an elite uh, running back to be on. And he can receive, he can catch the shit out of that ball. Look at Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman balled out whenever he was healthy. Uh, Todd Gurley is healthy. He's past his physical. I'm a big time believer in Gurley. Go after him, get him. Somebody's going to reach for him. And you know what? I don't even think it's reaching for him anymore. Um, on to the next, on to the next one, Brian Hill. Don't have a whole lot to say about Brian Hill. Um, bet y'all didn't know Brian Hill has been in the league since 2017 though. Uh, there's a little trivia for you. He started, uh, started his career off with the Bengals. Um, in 2019, Hill was a big waiver wire pickup when Freeman went down, but he was as big of a disappointment as he was sought after on the waiver wire means big time. He rushed 78 times for 323 yards and two touchdowns. He had 10 receptions for 69 yards <laughs> and one more touchdown. If Gurley goes down, I just don't have the confidence in Hill to waste a waiver spot. I just don't, or a waiver pickup. Um, <clears throat> next, Ito Smith. Okay, uh, at this point, I feel like I'm just wasting everyone's time even talking about these guys. I, look, they're in the NFL, so I'm not saying they're bad football players. Okay, that's that's one thing I want to get straight. A lot of people are like, "Oh, they're fuck, they suck at football." No, that's not it at all. They they are fucking beasts at football. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the goddamn field. However, when it comes to fantasy, no, thank you. Um, over his first two seasons in the league, Smith failed to make any impact. I mean, he missed the final nine games of 2019 due to concussion issues. That's I I hope they got that fixed, man. Concussions are nothing to fuck with. Um, he's only a lower level back. 
excuse me, <clears throat> lower level backup at this point in his career. So uh, if you think that Gurley needs a handcuff, I, I just wouldn't even, I wouldn't even waste a draft spot on a handcuff for him. Uh, but th- so th- that's my two cents. Um, here's my entire point for Gurley. He is going to feast. Okay. He like the, my, my big point is, I mean, just look at, look at the two backups. I mean, he, you know, the guy passes physical with flying colors as stated before. He's still young. He's going to have a backfield all to himself is basically what I'm trying to say. And the Falcon, the Falcons backfield is a great piece of property to own. Go after Gurley with confidence. Um, I know I just circled back to Gurley saying, you know, doubling up on what I said, but I mean, it, it bears, it's worth saying twice, especially with, after what I just read you with his backups receivers, Julio, I couldn't hear what you said. I couldn't hear what you said, bitch. Hold on. Be quiet. Forgive me, folks. Siri trying to holler at me from my watch. Um, where was I? Julio Jones needs no introduction. Arguably the top receiver in the league. Absolute Hall of Famer. Best route runner in the game. Caught 99 of his 157 targets in 2019 for 1,394 yards and six touchdowns. He's the most reliable receiver in fantasy football. Bar none. Jones extended his streak of at least 1,375 receiving yards to six seasons in 2019. That's, bro. He is getting older, and most fantasy drafters look for the younger, flashier receivers. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll t- shit. Go after whoever you want. Julio's around. Whenever I'm up, sh- I'm, I'm jumping on him. Atlanta had by far the most passing attempts last year at 684, and a lot of those passes go to Jones. It goes without saying, but draft Julio Jones. Don't get cute. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Not to be confused with Hobbs. Calvin and Hobbs. Remember that book? The book was a shit. Uh, Before an abdomen injury ended his 2019 season, Ridley was on pace for 78 catches and 1,066 yards and nine touchdowns. Dude is a monster in the red zone. Matty Ice loves him. Um, That would have made him a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy. With tight end Austin Hooper no longer in the mix, Ridley will see his numbers kick up even higher in Atlanta's pass-happy offense. Ridley caught 63 of his 93 targets for 866 yards and 7 touchdowns. Now that being said, I've never aimed for Calvin Ridley. I can see why someone would want to draft him, but he's going a little too early for me to grab him um, at as you know in the second round. Like I've seen people going at second rounds, uh, which is nuts. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, he's going too early for me to get him at a wide receiver two on my team. I just, I don't know. I, with Julio there and I, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I just can't bring myself to, to draft him. I just can't. I don't know why he's a great receiver. Um, but in an ADP of 17, number 17 wide receiver and 44 overall in PPR, I'll be drafting someone else in the fourth round. Um, that's just, that's just me. And by the way, him going in the second round, that's happened one time in a mock draft, and it's one of those bullshit computer ones. I don't understand. Like it just go. It it's like nobody. Whenever I do mock drafts, sometimes I'll just I'll just jump on one. I'll I won't invite anybody. No offense or anything, but I'm like Sam at work or something, and I've got a, like a moment's 
you know, a moment to breathe. So I'll do one real quick. And then that bullshit happened. And I was like, okay, I, I almost quit <laughs> the draft. Um, all right. Russell Gage. This kid is interesting. Um, he's going to get his looks. I mean, last season catching 49 of his 74 targets for 446 yards and he scored a touchdown. Um, you know, I mean, he's the third wide receiver on an Atlanta Falcons team. I mean, definitely somebody to look at, uh, but I think he'll end up being on the waivers. I think he'll probably end up being one of those guys who will have one of those beast games out of nowhere and everybody will rush to the waiver wire for him. Um, nothing really amazing to write home about, but, you know, it bears mentioning because he is a receiver on the Falcons offense, as stated, and that means something. He could, like I said, he could have those beast games, and if somebody actually has him on their roster, I mean, shit, could be a weak winner. Um, all right, this is a guy that I love this season. I loved him whenever he was getting drafted. I wish the Saints would have traded up to get this dude, but no. Nah. Uh, Hayden Hurst going with the tight ends. By now, surely you all know how I feel about Hurst. Dude has hands for days. Was targeted only 39 times and caught 30 of them, bitches. Okay? Didn't have many yards to talk about, but he could get up the field. I mean, after the pass, the dude can move. If you give him the ball, he's going to do something with it. And he's, he's in Atlanta now, where Austin Hooper beasted out for 97 targets, catching 75 of them for six touchdowns. Ryan loves feeding his tight ends. And Hurst has proven to be a hell of a receiver when thrown the ball. Look at Tony Gonzalez, okay? Now, I'm not comparing Hayden Hurst or saying that he's like Tony Gonzalez. I'm just saying that Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers have two things in common. and Have at least one thing in common, actually. Um, they love feeding their tight ends. They love feeding their tight ends. So it bears it, – I mean, it, it goes without saying you need to pick up Hurst because you know Ryan is going to feed him. So anyway, I, it's just <clears> – <throat> just grab him. I mean, the dude is six foot four, 245 pounds. As you've probably heard before, you can't teach that. Now, he ain't as big as your boy, but he's making NFL tight end money, and I'm making fantasy football podcasts for anyone willing to listen. Um, so <laughs> – they just, you know, it, just take it with a grain of salt. Um, shit, go watch his highlights. I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, it, my guy makes some contested catches that remind me of Jimmy Graham with the Saints and Gronk with the strength of his hands about to crush the ball whenever he grabs it. Anybody ever look at Gronk's hands whenever he's wearing his, uh, his white gloves? Seriously. The, <laughs> every time I see it, I always tell my wife, and she's like, you say this every time. But it reminds me of the Hamburger Helper mascot. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous, man. The guy's hands are ridiculously huge. But I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, got, I got off track. But Hurst hammers that ball with his hands. I mean, that dude can catch. He does not let go of that ball. And he does a lot of shit after the catch. Um, this is a guy that whenever someone drafts him, you'll hear a collective growl from the other drafters. You know, the other drafters, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, put up Hayden Hurst. Ah, uh, fuck. I wish, shit, I was going to go for him. Everybody's going to be saying that, I guarantee it. With his ADP of tight end number 10 in PPR and 106 overall, he's a steal, okay? 
But mark my words, by the time the season starts, his ADP will continue to rise and people will start to reach for him. So you might have to start thinking about doing that yourself. Um, All right, getting close, folks. Here is where the Falcons hurt themselves. Um, Once looked at as one of the elite defenses in the league, that certainly is not the case now. Uh, They posted 180.4 fantasy points. So that, you know, eh. 28 sacks, 12 interceptions, 8 fumbles recovered, 2 touchdowns, 1 block kick, 834 return yards, and 1 return touchdown. Um, That's it. Kicker, Young-Ho Koo. Now, this little son of a bitch. Okay, I hate to say it, (laughs) but I need to bring up how this dude didn't kick an onside kick against my Saints. Didn't kick one onside kick against my Saints, but... Three in a goddamn row that were recovered by the Falcons. This little bastard has got unreal skills when it comes to kicking a ball. <laughs> I don't, it's, he is fun to watch, seriously. And I don't really say that about kickers that much, but man, when one of my best buddies, Joey, and I were watching that game, he just kept laughing his ass. I was like, you gotta be <laughs> kidding me, man. Anyway, I mean, uh, he posted 87 points, not terrible for, like, he he was bouncing all over the place and finally found a home um, with the Falcons. So 87 points with all that, 6 for 20 to 29, 9 for 30 to 39, 7 for 40 to 49, and 1 for 50 plus. Um, definitely a kicker to look at if you if you are, uh, if you're looking to draft one later on. I mean, the, the Falcons are a serious offense, so he'll have a ton of PATs at least. Um, not to be confused with PYT. Shout out, Mike. Uh, so take a look at him. Uh, I definitely look at him in the, at the very last round like you're supposed to, drafting defenses and kickers in the last rounds for those who actually do draft kickers and defenses. Talking to some of the guys in my Breaking the Bank League, but I digress. <laughs> anyway, guys, I am done. I appreciate y'all sitting through all this. Um, I've been recording these early, so I appreciate y'all um, hanging in there with my ramblings and, uh, my throat clearing and all this shit. So, um, anyway, please, uh, tell some folks about it. Tell them to go and subscribe. Um, I I appreciate y'all. Anybody who does subscribe and leaves a, leaves a, um, a review means the world to me. Uh, also I just put on my first YouTube video. Uh, y'all make sure to go check it out. Subscribe. If you like, give it a like, hit that thumbs up button. Never thought I'd actually say that. I feel fucking weird saying it, <laughs> but it's uh, my interview with Marcus Allen, Hall of Fame running back. I can go through all his accolades, but I don't have the time. I got to get uh, got to get to work. So um, go check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, I've got some more interviews coming up. I'll announce those as we go. Um, thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. I'm out. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one, but don't nobody want to admit it. Tune in, this is where it's at The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast You know that we got it poppin' Oh yeah, that's apparent Got a shout out to my homie One and only Jay Parrish Yeah, tune in, you already know what's up They call him the Fantasy Football Plug It's time to turn it up I bet you can't get enough Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, bruh? Hey, The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast Let's go